1: She said, oh, what a beautiful mower.
2: Watch Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 11th day of June. Lost Ray yesterday, man. Thought I was throwing something right here. a little bit of him. Anyway, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in McDonough. See, you thought I was going to do it the other way. What's that? I mean, you thought I was going to say it and in, in, elongate it. But no, McDonough. Okay. As we'll opposed to that mac Dunham. I ain't doing that. Y'all fuss at me. That, right, the, right. the exaggerated G, I'm not doing that again for
3: Griffin. Why? Because
2: why? what you told me. You oh. said them folks down there got a problem with that G.
3: Well, no, they got a problem with other people claiming the G. Well,
2: they got a problem I mean, with the G.
3: Yeah, no, not with the G, with other people claiming the G. That's what, that's what their problem is. Still comes is. down to the G. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's, that's, that's what the problem is. On,
2: on, on this Sunday morning, yes. as we sit here, mm-hmm. I find this just... Interesting, today was the day that one of the most classic movies of all time was released. Okay. Now this is June 11th, right? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Kyle, stepson. Headed up to he's headed up to Michigan for another relative's uh, wedding. Okay. Miracle on 34th Street.
3: Let he's me see it again. This time of year, and,
2: exactly. Are you serious? I'm telling you the truth, man. Miracle on 34th Street was released. I'm reading the thing. I'm looking at the folks at the premiere. In June, not wearing thick coats, <laughs> but if you don't know Max, you know this movie, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Just shake your head. You do know it, okay? Yeah. So, you,
3: it, if you're if you're you, anywhere I, the week before Christmas, NBC shows it almost every The night. week
2: after Thanksgiving, what you talking yeah, about? Yeah,
3: <laughs> they they show it every night.
2: That that thing is going. But I can't believe it happened on this day. Also, Charlie Sifford, okay, played at the U.S. Open on this day, making him the first African American to play at the U.S. Open. Yeah, 1959. Wow! And if you don't know who Charlie Sifford is, look his name up. But he is the reason why Tiger's youngest son is named Charlie.
3: And he got to play that, but he couldn't get to play down, down the road at Augusta. No, they, they he, changed they changed the rule on it.
2: He 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 could not. No. Um, and also on this day, very famous, a couple things happened in 1963 on this day. But today was the day that Governor Wallace decided he didn't want no black folks going to University of Alabama. Yep, yep. And we know what
3: happened after they, that. He, yeah, he moved aside. Yeah. And they made. And then, uh, they they, made they, and then they won national championship football.
2: Yes, they did. Okay. And then they made a movie called Forrest Gump where he showed you actually what happened yeah, yeah. in that movie. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, Sam McGregor again, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. The top of the second hour of our show, whether it's Saturdays, whether it's Sundays, whether we're sitting in on, well, the next time will be 4th of July. And for the Peace Road Race, yes, we're do, our second hour of our show is always handed over to Mister Crenshaw. I'll let you know what's going on locally, sir.
3: Yeah, we want to remind people about that though. Peace well, Road Race did, to come to come in, to come yeah. out and you know
2: we have luminaries stopping by. Yes, we would, and we'll probably start with Chesley. Okay, because Chesley will be up the road.
3: Well, he'll be up the road. We can talk. We would see if he'll come down because yeah. he's he's always he always camps out right there at Piedmont Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he does. He always camps out right there, you know, right there. Well, it was a hill. They're coming up the hill there. Well, I was gonna say, so, you seen
2: that? You seen that place lately? Yeah, isn't um, that amazing? The, but uh, the isn't folks connected with Bernie Marcus's and all, everything he does, he can't have any money left in his pocket. Yeah, he can. Well, Believe he me. probably does. Yeah, but he I'm can. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, all yeah, the can. money that's spent up yeah, there. Yeah, he can. Oh, I'm wondering if he and and that building will be as impressive as his partner and what he put his money into, Mercedes-Benz Stadium.
3: Yeah, but he got a hospital, too, now. Oh. I got got to I, I do what I got to do here. Okay, well, you brought that thing up, okay. made my face. All right. Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead
2: man. You just smack me in the head, killing snakes, smacking partners. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to go over way over here where you hit me with a shovel. i <laughs>
3: I didn't do that, man. I yeah. didn't do that at all. Uh, speaking of Arthur Blake, is a big week for the Falcons. First of all, yesterday, we we'll go back to something that happened yesterday uh, at the College Football Hall of Fame, which was the uh, Black College Football Hall of Fame inductions presented by the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, the inductees uh, last night, which I saw a lot of pictures posted, and shout out to Charlie Neal. He's on the board at, uh, that, that selects uh, the, the members of the Black College Football Hall of Fame, and he's in town, along with some of those who have been inducted in the past. Uh, great coaches and great players who are always make their way for this event. So, once again, it was Leslie Frazier from Alcorn State, Henry Lawrence from Florida AM, Elijah Pitts from Philander Smith, uh, Johnny Walton out of Elizabeth City State, uh, Tyrone McGriff also from Florida A&M, Jim Marsalis from Tennessee State, Albert Lewis from Grambling State, and Coach Pete Richardson uh, from Southern University in Winston-Salem State. Congratulations to all of the inductees into the uh, Black College Football Hall of Fame. Now, the enshrinement will be later this summer, well, on Labor Day weekend, up up in Canton, Ohio, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And then they'll have a Black College Football Classic game to kick off the season. Morehouse will take on Virginia Union in the game. They'll be playing that game at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Shout out Leslie Frazier. How about that? 85 Bears. Yep, yep. How about that? And and now a Hall of Fame uh, member. So, Uh, Great to have them do that. Speaking of the Falcons, the Falcons will be downtown this week, uh, once again, working out at Mercedes-Benz Stadium as they will have a three-day mandatory mini camp. They've had the OTAs that have gone on for the last few weeks. Those are voluntary. but They they check to see who's showing up, who's not now. But, but, But it is voluntary that they come in and do that. And it's very important in this season because you have such an infusion of new faces, new talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So it's been good to see them get in, get to know each other, get to know the new uh, Ryan Nielsen, the new defensive coordinator. Uh, they always talk about the intensity with this guy. They say, oh, man, he's, he's a lot of intensity. But all the defensive linemen and members of the defense like it. They right. resonate, they, they like it, and they feel like it's going to m- make for a better defensive unit this upcoming season, which is important. We want to do that. Um, but but also people are watching, watching Desmond Ritter and to see how he's done. Everybody talks about the small sample size. Oh, he only started four games. I talked with Jake Matthews, um, who was the, the most tenured. Oh, that's Jake. He's like, Great. I I mean, remember
2: when Jake he, – like, he just got here yesterday. It does seem like that, doesn't really? it? And all his And all the, his family was out there right and now, his
3: dad, and his uncle, and everything. He
2: probably had two contracts he, since he's been
3: here, right? Right. He's 31 now, and uh, <sighs> he's one of the gray beards. Not that he's got a real gray beard, but, but he's one of the, the, wow. the most tenured member of this team with the Falcons. I mean, Calais mm-hmm. Campbell is the, 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 the longest term veteran as far as player goes. But he's been a part of the Falcons for that long a period of time. And he's convinced. He's convinced that, um, you know, that, that they have a quarterback that's ready to get started, that Desmond Ritter is ready to go. He likes his preparation. He likes what he does in the huddle. He likes what he does in the film room, everything about him. So here's Coach Arthur Smith talking about how he's been watching his quarterback develop.
4: Well, there's a lot of things that go into it. And I'm not going to get into every single nuance, but some of it's just you know, practical. You know, Des is a guy coming into this league that has a lot of starts. It's the hardest thing when you're developing quarterback is getting real game reps. And there's been people who have tried, you know, there was a, uh, you know, the virtual reality trend that went belly up eight or nine years ago, I believe it was out of Stanford, and some teams have bought in, and then you go back and look at the teams that bought in, they usually had a – somebody was invested in it that was trying to push it, and <laughs> that didn't really work. <laughs> but, um, yeah, right. you know, and people have tried, and, it, 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 and you know, how do we – how do you develop quarterbacks when there's only so many reps you can get and there's only so many game reps? Well, Desmond has got a lot of game reps right? coming in the league, which which helps. Now the NFL is a little bit different the way we brought him on last year, so he's got four starts on him. It's just your philosophy. You know, this time of year, like we're, we're trying to push Desmond, you know, with, with different looks and different things we're challenging on the field to apply it. Um, and then really in the classroom, he's got to take another step. But I think when you step in this role and you got to let him lead in his own way, uh, you know, I think sometimes too many coaches they come they've had success from another place and they come in there and they want you to act like this player and and then that becomes fraudulent and guys see right through that De- Dez has got his own style and, he, and he's a real real dude. and uh, so there's a lot of things that Dave are myself we, we we try to make things hard for him out here best we can in this kind of controlled environment of what I call a passing camp right. and get him to push the limits because you got to make those throws in practice. Mm. Or, you know, you can card him up on a Friday, get in a game plan and, you know, make him feel good. And all of a sudden, that's not real. And and we, we got to try that stuff now. So we're constantly pushing Dez and, and uh, very excited about how he's coming along and the way he's working.
3: Let's well, go Charlie Smith with his thoughts about Desmond Ritter and what he's seeing from his from his young quarterback. As as this week, uh, Bryce Young has been named as the QB1 mm-hmm. up in Charlotte already. had not played an mm-hmm. exhibition game or anything of course, fresh off the turnip truck from Tuscaloosa, and they're saying he's he's the guy up there.
2: So this this whole division has got interesting quarterback stories. Yeah. And, and and not just that. You talked about what's going on in Carolina. You got John Gruden, they're busting him in to talk about Derek Carr and telling him how to coach him in New Orleans. I don't know what's going to happen in Tampa Bay. Yep. You, yep. Just, you just don't know. Can I tell you two things about, about Arthur Smith that I always think about that I like? If this guy wasn't who he was – I always see him owning a body shop. Just the way he talks, he's got he's got a blue collar way of speaking, mm-hmm. and he reminds me of a dude up in Chicago I used to know that owned a body shop. Stupid rich, okay? <laughs> but he just has that way of speaking. And speaking of that, the other thing I want to say about him is, I, I'm you know, me and analogies. He is to the NFL what Anderson Cooper is to journalism. In that. He has made you forget about the fact that he comes from a very famous and, again, stupid, rich parent. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you have to go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He's made his own path.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Anderson Cooper, for those of you who don't know, his mother is Gloria Vanderbilt. Yeah. Who told him early on, you ain't getting a penny from me, (laughs) right? (laughs) You come by at Thanksgiving and hang out, but they had a weird relationship. Yeah. But you you have to be told that because Anderson Cooper, like him or not, has carved his own path. I think about that with Arthur Smith too. Yeah, having his father being you know the guy who started FedEx. We here in Atlanta know that, but I don't think a lot of people around the country know that this NFL coach, you know, has it, that and connection. nobody
3: makes nobody makes a deal of it. No, it isn't it, because, because he's
2: like I said, he's carved his own path.
3: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, stock cars are out on the West Coast uh, today at Sonoma. They're going up and down, and everybody's going to bring back nice bottles of wine. Uh, because that's California wine country. That's what they're doing. They uh, going to bring they, it back or drink they, it while they're there? Well, they can bring it back. They can't ship it. I guess they have to do, you know, oh, if you they put like it in you your backcountry. Hey, you can't backup. do that, you, you know. That. That. Um, but this is Save Mart 350. Well, the day, they had an Xfinity Series race out there yesterday. First time they've had an Xfinity Series race at Sonoma. And Kyle Larson was out front, but he didn't win. Uh-oh. That's that's unusual because, yes, it because it it, you know, uh, Eric Amarola was the winner yesterday. Uh, Denny Hamlin is on the pole for the race uh, today with Tyler Reddick outside of, of row one as they go out in the race today. And it's going to be interesting because, you know, you get Chase Elliott back. Chase Elliott still needs a win. Through all the time he's missed out of that car and he had to sit out a race last week. He was suspended mm-hmm. last right. week. Um, so he's back, and, but he's on a road course. So let's see. That's one of the places where he does best. Let's see what he can do. Um, you know, maybe he gets a win when we come back here to Atlanta. Uh, for the race. We just a few weeks away. We gotta get Brandon Hutchinson on. They get to talk about the things that Brad. are going on out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. They got a big fireworks displayed out there that week. They got everything the but I mean they They're need to go to that. Atlanta
2: Motor Speedway's website regularly because between the, the big happen. races there's all manner of things going on out there.
3: He is so thrilled that everybody enjoyed those uh, graduations. This so you talk, cool. you mentioned McDonough. All right. the all the high schools out in Henry County graduated at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And uh, that's always big. They started doing that several years ago, and now everybody just loves the opportunity to come out there. Atlanta Motor Speedway couldn't be happier than to, you know, have it be a a part of a big moment in in their lives. Uh, Something that's going to happen that week is they're going to bring out the white number 29. Kevin Harvick, um, this is going to be his final year as a full-time driver. I don't know what he does going forward. Probably going to be up in the booth with Adam Alexander, the way it's looking. Um, But uh, his first win was here in Atlanta. In the car twenty nine, which is white, which was the number three. You remember he stepped in uh, with Dale Earnhardt. They, they they weren't ready to put the number three back out there, so they instead of being a black car, it was a white car with a twenty nine and a three logo on it. And Kevin Harvick drove it to victory. They're going to bring that car back to the speedway that week during during that during that okay. race when they when they come back to race here. It's going to be a night race um, with this new configuration, this new layout, Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, the way they did the track, the new banking, and everything. This will be the first time at night. I drove night. it. I drove it. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, drove it. <laughs> they, we, We've seen it. We've seen it in, in cool temperatures. We've seen it in hot last summer, day. But it's always been daytime. Nighttime is a different type of, type of animal. So they're going to see how the drivers uh, respond to it. And like you said, you've had a chance to to see it up close in person. I've
2: driven it. And and it's amazing. And and again, I almost tipped over going ninety because I wasn't going fast enough. An SUV on Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. thank you, Brandon. Hutch- and he was in one too. Yeah, that big old suburban <laughs> is or whatever he's got now. So, yeah, it was it was. I will never forget that. Yeah, never ever.
3: And finally, there were horses that were not under the hood yesterday. In the Kentucky Derby and the Belmont Stakes. The New York resident wins them both, ends those streaks. He can go to the grocery store proud. His kids can go to school. Javier Castellano has won two of the three legs of the Triple Crown. Mike, And that
1: was the one
4: race that is was missing from his resume.
5: Okay,
3: I didn't hear the uh,
5: no.
2: That was the wrong one, I guess. No, yeah. we needed the end. You know, that was
5: win. the that was the that was the call of the the end. Did you hear it?
2: No, I didn't hear it. Are you sure that's what you had? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the link that you guys sent. It's, it's, anyway, it's, unless that's the wrong link. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. It was Archangelo. Yeah, they who won, won this thing?
3: And it was historic first time a female trainer. You know, because yes. you know, because Baffert was sitting there thinking, "All right, I'm gonna get two of the three here," since they wouldn't let me in Churchill Downs. <laughs> uh, did not happen yesterday.
2: No. Uh, listen, it, it it was one of those where I had to think about it because again, once you don't get that Kentucky Derby and Preakness winner, I, I, really, I don't really care.
3: Yeah, I watched it was different. It was Fox covering it, and where where I live, the audio was kind of garbled. Yeah. I heard horses breathing. The, the 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 race call was like down underneath it. I don't know why it sounded that way where I was, and a couple other people on social media heard it the same way. I don't know if it's your cable, correct carry, or whatever, but is that mm. you know? I was like, all right, y'all kind of dropping the ball here. These horses are running, and I ain't here to do the call. I'm <laughs> just hearing horses breathing.
2: As long, <laughs> long as we saying. made it from top to bottom with no news like we heard, you know, connected with the Kentucky Derby this year. Them all, uh, yeah. Them, them horses all made it home, back to the barns and everything. was was very positive, whether you cared about it or not. But so, anyway.
3: We're into the third set here at the French Open. They uh, um, Taylor Townsend, Layla Fernandez uh, dropped that second set. So, 6-1, 6-7 and now they're playing a third and deciding set now French open women's doubles final
2: and if you have been wondering what to get that father in your world we'll stick around rick limpert is going to join us next to give you some ideas sam and greg sports radio 929 the game 929thegame.com take us with you on the odyssey app radio 92.9 90 the game dot thegame.com it is Sam and Greg on this 11th day of June happy birthday to my man Kyle my stepson we got we both have stepsons that are mobile today yeah running around one's going to the left and one's going up north yep and I wouldn't want to go to either one of them cities to be honest with you <laughs> I just really don't I know where I know where Kyle's going and and I'm not a fan of Texas these days <laughs> to be honest with you yeah maybe a little bit of Dallas but other than that I Folks hanging out there that I want to see, but that's some me problem. You know whose birthday it is today? Sam, before oh, we it? bring our guest oh, on here, Peter Dinklage, the 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 actor from Game of Thrones. You've seen him in a number of other things, you know.
3: Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I know you're talking about. Took you took you a minute there. Yeah, yeah.
2: Also, um, happy forty. Oh, actually, I want to make sure I get this right because she come looking for you. Fort, <laughs> forty first birthday to one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Okay. I think that's a fair statement. Max is a basketball player. Would you like to get – no, no, we got a guest on here. Diane Tarazi. Okay.
3: Oh, she's still out there. Yeah, she, she, she is. That's what I'm saying. She's still handling business.
2: There now. you go. Well, we got a guest that's ready to come on here, and we want to thank him every time. He's been a part of the show probably for as long as we've been doing this. You brought Rick on early on yeah. when we've been doing this, and it seems like a handful of times throughout the – he's like a major in sports. Yeah. Come to think about it. How about you like that? a major. Like How about, about that? four times a year. Yeah. We get gift ideas and we get also the timing of it couldn't be better because I know you two both sleep tennis. Yeah. And we get him on the heels of men's finals today. But also what's going on right now with the doubles wanna bring in Rick Limpert. Rick, it's been a minute since we talked to you. Good morning. Happy summertime and, and hope you've been doing well, man.
1: Uh, good morning, guys! Happy Father's Day to you! I know Sam's got one eye on the uh, women's doubles final. He got two I'm eyes
2: sure. on it, man. He got two eyes on the, on, the, on this doubles match. <laughs> Barely here with me right now.
3: Yeah, with well, somebody we know that's out there playing, so that's that's why we're watching. Um, Rick, always appreciate you getting up with us. And once again, you got a great list of items possibly for dad. Uh, people got a week to get something lined up for dad for Father's Day. Talk about this first item. This is something if he's a golfer.
1: Yeah, if you've been if you've been watching any professional golf uh, recently, you've seen a bunch of the pros are using a really thick grip on their putters now. It's from SuperStroke, and it's this is probably the hottest item in golf right now. A lot of people switching to this. So an extreme thick grip on your putter helps stability, maybe helps some touch on the green. Your hands not slipping on the club, and uh, they can't keep these in stock. So if you see them this week, uh, pick up a. Uh, a super strong grip for your dad's putter, easily installed, and uh, maybe it'll help his putting.
2: Yeah, you can get one for me. I'll take it, but it ain't gonna help. <laughs> it ain't gonna help. But this is a great gift. It looks nice. It's bright and shiny and everything. And you think that it's gonna work. There you go. Until you get out there after. Well,
3: that's part of it. Is thinking oh, that you can, man.
2: right? No, it's it's execution and, and you. It's, uh, it's frustrating, but we love the game. How about that? We love the game. Uh, again, Rick Lippert here. All right, talk about arcade belts.
1: Yeah, i'm not a i'm not a belt snob but some people are and whether you're looking for a belt to accessorize or for function um, those regular golf belts don't cut it for me but these are uh, really nice looking earthy tones uh, arcadebelts.com they're really belts for hikers and backpackers but they look good enough and they work well enough that you can use them uh, in everyday life or for golf or for whatever else you want. So, uh, again, uh, about $30, a really good price point, a bunch of different styles, and, uh, you know, belts that are made for the outdoors, and I think you can use them for just about anything.
3: Fantastic, fantastic. Well, we're spending time on the com online this morning with Rick Limpert, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Rick Roswell, at Rick Roswell. Why?
2: Before we go on, and, yes. and, and he's described, Rick, you described the, the product so far, and then as we move forward, Price wise, just give an overview. Not exactly the price, but are these all pretty much you know pretty affordable for you know folks in our audience? They're not going to set you back too much.
1: No, I think so. And uh, the great thing about uh, gifts for the active dad or for the sports dad is uh, there's different price points, and you can kind of find a price point that fits your budget.
3: There we go. There we go. I got this one right here. The one he had with the belts. He says about thirty bucks. He was thinking about 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 that. You got something here, Moto Buds. Um, and a lot of times when we work out or have participated in the sport, we want to have our, our, our sound. We have a soundtrack, it's things we want to hear. Talk about this product.
1: Yeah, I know you're an earbud wearer, Sam, and, and I am as well. So uh, I, I wear earbuds if I go out to the driving range talking golf again and uh, to, to uh, listen to music or podcast or 92.9 The Game. And uh, Motorola, you know, it's a name from the past as far as phones, and they've kind of pivoted a little bit. They're making other electronic projects. Uh, these MotoBud uh, earbuds are uh, fantastic, and uh, probably the best pair I've tried all year. Uh, Sweat-resistant and water-resistant, so uh, you can feel safe using them uh, in that capacity. Uh, touch control is easy, and uh, um, I think they're pretty durable. And uh, you get a, over 10 hours, 15 hours battery life, depending on how you use them, and about 150 bucks. so a little bit more, but uh, you're paying for quality.
2: Uh, I'm going to take this next one because this this sport makes Mister Crenshaw kind of cringe here. But I'm going to talk about paddleball and paddleball. Th- the people who play pickle paddleball, pickleball. Excuse that, me. Pickle you
3: you, you want to talk about it so bad you don't even know the name of it. But I go did. ahead.
2: <laughs> you feel better now? You just slapped me all morning no, long. You you hey, Rick, you, Rick, you he came wait. in here this you morning. Can't I, can't, can't I couldn't wait. I was worked up. But see, this is a man who came in here after killing a snake yesterday, and I've been getting it all morning long. <laughs> oh. I've been tagged all morning long. He's been waiting with <laughs> both barrels, every mistake I make.
3: No,
5: because
3: we couldn't start the show without him playing Indiana Jones <laughs> music. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> that was a compliment.
5: That
2: was a compliment that you took it out, and I want to give you a name. And then you got George and Wheezy hanging out in the backyard. It's been an interesting <laughs> morning. You just tuning in, Rick. But that's all right. I'll take my medicine. I messed up. A, it ain't paddleball, it's pickleball. And those of you that play pickleball out there, which Mr. Crenshaw and, and tennis aficionados are getting used to you being out there and taking up their courses.
3: Their 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 not courses. See, you
2: got me all just. Dis- just completely. Let them,
3: let, them, let them talk about the, the, the
2: item. Anyway, Let's it's a series that. of new paddles. That's basically what we're talking about
1: here. Yeah, from 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 Selkirk, which is really probably the leader in pickleball paddles. I mean, I know Sam and I are tennis guys, but uh, I I've come around to thinking that there's room for for pickleball in this world See? as well. See, and uh, yeah, and why not have a, uh, a a decent paddle that comes in at hundred under hundred dollars. And uh, you know, there's a lot of mis- misinformation about pickleball paddles out there. There are differences. And, uh, you know, it, it, one one may or may not help your game. You got to try them out, demo them like tennis rackets. So, uh, Selkirk got, got the new EVO 2.0 out and uh, another option for pickleball players.
3: Fantastic. Fantastic. And we have found a lot of places to play in town. Matter of fact, there's some new places on the way, understand, for pickleball players. Yeah. Uh Heat it. Talk about that because this is the time of year when. And you really need to have something like this.
1: Yeah, if you haven't noticed, the uh, bugs and biting insects are out and, and heated. This is a, probably the most unique Father's Day gift you could get for a for a dad maybe that gets attacked by bugs like I do. And it's basically a little uh, attachment that goes into your smartphone and, and through the app. It uh, allows you, if you get bit, allows you to put that little attachment on your On your bite and it heats up to the exact amount that uh, doctors recommend uh, you treat a bite at and uh, it helps soothe and and get rid of the uh, the insect bites on your skin so again really unique and uh, I've tried it it does work to a point and uh, for if you suffer from insect bites here's a, uh, a possible little cure
3: you ever think you would cure insect bite with your phone Never, never thought that would happen. Never thought that would happen. It's great. Um, next is item, the sixth item: Yannick's tennis gear, and the guy you, you know, who um, uses this gear is about to come on court here in a little while. Yeah, who,
1: who do you who do you like
3: today? Stan? Yo oh, man, uh, don't ask Greg who he likes today.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm out this
2: whole conversation now. I'm, I'm trying to dodge shrapnel. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, talk about this yeah. gear and talk about the racket. You can play with the racket that's going to be uh, that's going to be played today, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Casper Ruud is uh, an exciting up-and-coming tennis player. He's got a tough task today, I think. Um, but he uses the Yonex gear from head to toe, and uh, really impressed by his game and uh, and the Yonex gear that really allows him to play an all-court game. He's not just a clay quarter. I think uh, he's one of the guys like Djokovic that is dangerous on any surface. And uh, Yonex gear, Sam, if you remember when Martina and, and yeah. they used them back in the day, they mm-hmm. were mostly for serving volleyers. And uh, Yonex has come around. They make a bunch of different frames and a bunch of different uh, uh, gear for all court players now. And I really like that. They've come a long way. They're on par with uh, all the other tennis equipment manufacturers. And uh, we'll see how Casper uh, Rood fares today
2: i ask you the question that we brought up earlier as we talk about this uh, men's final, and we pretty much know who's going to win this thing. It'll be the upset of the year if if Joker doesn't win. But given the state of men's tennis, who's playing, who's not playing, who's injured, who's not, it was speculated earlier, this dude could literally get the Grand Slam this year. How do you feel about that? Your thoughts on that?
1: Um, It's, it's going to be tough. I mean, that is the French maybe the toughest for Djokovic to win, and, he, and he's been looking really good? I mean, you never know. Uh, health is a uh um is a concern. You gotta stay healthy, but uh with the way Djokovic was banned from the US open for the last couple of years, Sam when he gets to New York, he's gonna be on a mission.
2: But what happened to Australia? Right? He finally got he got to go back there. Yeah, He got the chip. Yep. He's there at the final for the French. And yep. we know how he performs at Wimbledon. And as you said, the US Open, he's gonna bring that chip on his shoulder back. So it's realistic and, and again, alker um 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 Kyrgios, who was the guy who you thought was going to give him competition, he's coming off an injury, correct? So long yeah, as Joker, what? long as Joker doesn't get injured, this dude could, oh
3: man. Meanwhile, meanwhile Rick on the on the women's side with Ash Barty going out last week with Naomi yep. Osaka out, these were two you thought would be at the top of the women's game. They're not. Uh Swiatek just won again yesterday. What do you make of what's happening on the women's side?
1: Well, she's a heck of a player and uh um, take nothing away from her, um, the women's game has become more wide open. And uh, there's some Americans that have a uh, a chance week to week, and even in the slams, I mean, Coco is uh, is right there. And uh, Jessica Pagula is uh, is a force. And I think the women's game, while is being dominant on the men's game when he plays, the women's game is, is pretty wide open.
2: And, and something else that, that Sam said earlier, Rick, I want to get your thoughts on it is that as you talk about these players on the women's side who are in or out, not necessarily you're not sure when they're going to come back, have we possibly seen the last of Naomi Osaka given what we heard before she left with this injury, and I mean, um, before she left, and her mental state, just everything. Do you think we're going to see her back?
1: She's such an interesting player and a, and a fun player to watch. You hate to uh, to think that. Um, I mean, the the odds maybe say that, but uh, in, in tennis, stranger things have happened. If she gets motivated, or something happens after uh, um, she gets through a um, pregnancy, or or whatever else she's got, she can do anything she wants. I mean, uh, with her talent, and and uh, but for her, it's always been about Sam. I think her mind and her keeping focus and 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 just doing it, and that's been the tough thing for her.
3: Yeah, Rick, as i watch watched Taylor Townsend, who's becoming a mom seemed to have given her a great focus. I mean, she is so sharp on the court now since becoming a mom. Maybe that happens the same way for Naomi Osaka. I don't know, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, used, it used to be coming off having a childbirth. That was uh, the downturn of a career. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the way we are now and in other sports as well, um, it could signal, uh, like you said, a renewed focus and uh, a new lease on life for some of these players.
2: All right, we're gonna, is we, we have to go. Just to get <laughs> a quick to. statement, just a quick sentence on something that happened on this day. We mentioned it earlier. Today was the day that Tracy Austin was inducted into the International Tennis Hall of Fame. Your thoughts, quick little thought on Tracy Austin's career.
1: Boy, such a consistent player, and I've met Tracy a couple of times. She's extremely nice, and I know Sam's probably met her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was uh, she was kind of uh, a Chris Everett protege, and but not a long career. And uh, she's got a son that's uh, that's on the rise now, playing in the men's ranks, and uh, that'll be fun to watch. Yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Rick, we always appreciate you spending some time with us with great gifts. Hope people listen, got some great ideas for Dad for next week. Uh, thanks so much for stopping by with us, and can't wait to have, it back, uh, have you back next time.
1: Thank you, Rick. Thanks, guys. All
3: right. All right. Paddleball. Paddleball. There, there is a sport called Paddleball. I don't want to hear about it. It's just this is there my is.
2: morning. I, I agree with you. We can get some items, and we'll talk about it. But, man. <laughs> All morning. Well, this is a perfect way to get into Max's world because we're going to be talking about fighting and guys getting hit <laughs> and tagged in ways that they didn't plan on it. Max's world up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 929 the gamecom Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
5: Here we go.
2: Watch Radio 92.9 The Game, game 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this 11th day of June. It's a Sunday morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for letting us be a part of your weekend morning, Saturday, 6 until 10. And you got us again this morning, 6 until 10. We kind of alluded to this earlier. We're going to be back on, uh, it's a Tuesday morning this year, 4th of July, Mm -hmm. our second annual Peace Road Race broadcast live straight downstairs here in Colony Square. It was
3: made necessary because during COVID they put this building outside our window. We <laughs> can't they, see the street. That's why they did it. And so It ain't know. like
2: we broadcast it up here.
3: Yeah. Looking well, down on well, the street. But we could see it. Yeah, we could see it. And now, you know, we can see it and say, okay, we'll fix that. We we set you up right there on the sidewalk. I'll
2: tell you where there's a whole lot of upset folks. Right it. over here at this Colony Square apartments, Yeah. Condominium. Right. They get, if you got blocked. Get, and I know something about that Beautiful nature. building.
3: Beautiful building. And yes, it very is. Very nice. Very nice. And then if you haven't been to Midtown and seen Colony Square, the new reconfigured Reimagine Colony Square. You should come down just to see.
2: Plus, you never know who you're going to run into. Because know West it. he was running into Harrison Ford. I know Patrick's it. Patrick's running. Man,
3: I had no idea. If I knew Harrison Ford was down here that day, he, you know. Anybody big who's
2: fan. executive producer of these movies, are having a lot of production meetings in Colony Square, and then they go right downstairs to the newly, new area, newly built. What would you call that area? It's not like a a, a bad little mall of restaurants, restaurants with a huge bar in the middle.
3: Yes. How about a that? A
2: huge bar. <laughs> you got to like that.
3: It's like a food court with a bar.
2: I think that's the best way to put it. A yeah, big
3: old food court with a bar right in the and middle.
2: come back outside, eat. They got a big screen, put some movies. Now, imagine if you were there and you ran into Harrison Ford on that big screen and had one of his movies playing.
3: Now, would that be something? It would be, wouldn't it? It would be. That's an idea.
2: Well, we, we, we've we talked two minutes into this guy's segment, so no, we should he's shut on. up.
3: Because he's got stuff to talk about. Yes, he does. Max. Landmark historic stuff
2: max's world our uh our producer comes on and tells you what is running around in his mind and usually has to do with either ufc ai or his mom
5: i'm gonna be honest with you the ai is really you sparked that because you have a fascination with ai and so i became like your resource for ai and so yeah. like every time yeah, i see ai i think greg now and so like i'm like I'm like greg may like that's this yeah 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 but First um things you could think of with me I got a couple things. Okay. So, first off, you guys have been, this is one of the most entertaining shows I think we've had. Uh, it's been, from Mother Nature to, <laughs> the, to the laughs, it's been a very entertaining show. But I'll start off with the Mother Nature show, because I teased it earlier, or that'll be the start of the segment. I first started working for you um, for 99 The Game of work and working the show. One of my first days, I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of early. So I will get up at 4 in the morning, I'm driving from Marietta, and I go to lock the front door. You ever have that feeling like someone's like watching you? I was like, what? And so I kind of looked to the right and I have like a whole, I don't know what you call a herd of deer. I don't know if there's a group for that. <laughs> but it's like just like four or five of them just looking at me. And I was like. How far away? I'm talking probably like from me to you. Really? Yeah, and I was so like, so they were
2: in your front yard. Yeah,
5: I've never seen like, I mean, I've seen a deer before, but not like to the point where it's no, like they, this close. Standing, like, in front of them, a like a yeah, a so I'm of like, them, right? I, yeah, I wasn't sure if they're about to like try to jump me because I've seen some funny videos on TikTok. because I was like, I'm like, <laughs> oh <"Hold> no. <on."> so <laughs> a I have a, yeah, I have a so, series of questions that are yeah, like
2: here, but go so ahead, man. I, so
5: we like make eye contact, and then I'm like, there's some <laughs> smaller deer too. So I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm a threat. But as soon as I kind of make a move, they just took off and bolted into the into the woods. I'm like, you can't make that up. I was like, I don't think anyone would believe me <laughs> if i said that
2: <laughs> if a deer attacked you what would they use
5: oh <laughs> their, hooves. Hooves. Okay, yeah. so they
2: come at you and, I've, seen, and, I've seen that happen and, now and and, and bow up on their back legs and start kicking you yeah. with your yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah yeah i'm just saying yeah they wouldn't well there's some videos I, out I, there i i get into the story but i've saw it happen and this deer was out on the water on the ice <laughs> and the person was trying to trying to get up and rescue the deer of the ice and all he knew it was a person coming. You rear back in.
5: Oh man. Trying to get
3: up. Yeah. This was yeah. yeah that's
5: immediately what I thought. And yeah. so I'm like, I am not going to be someone probably has That's um, how they eat,
3: man. Those things are sharp enough to open up. I understand it, but usually I would think they to, go
5: on their front paws and then kick you with the back ones. No, no, the front, know? the front, the front. That's that's
2: the weapon. Well, dude. I'd be able to get away from that. Oh, you think? I'm, well, I get one movie.
5: That'd be about it. <laughs> I would, I would turn on ridiculousness, and somehow someone has the footage of me getting beat up by a deer. So I was like, I was like, you no, know, I'm like, I do not need this. So I had the key in my hand just in case I had to unlock the door again. But uh, no, anyway. So that made me think of that. And Then I ran into a snake earlier. I was, I'm like, I don't know how. It's just Mother Nature's been wild. But we'll get into the UFC. Sam, you alluded to this, and I think is one of the most interesting things that happened yesterday. So, obviously, I showed you why I care about Amanda Nunes. She was my first big interview. Not only did she win, she retired on top. And she's unanimously known as the GOAT of women's MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clarissa Shields is for boxing. We talked about her as well. But Amanda Nunes and what she's done, what she's accomplished, the first ever to have two belts at the same time. Uh, she also beat Ronda Rousey when Ronda Rousey was still somewhat Ronda Rousey. That's she what was. I was
2: going to ask you, if she, yeah. is she taking her out? Does anybody mm-hmm. use that arm? Does she still... Connected with that armbar oh, does yeah. everybody I mean, do it now? Oh, yeah, I that
5: armbar is iconic. I mean, it, the game has evolved where more people can do it. But, like, what was interesting about her is, like, you knew exactly what she wanted to do. She's like, I want to get your arm and break it. And yeah. somehow she still gets your arm and breaks it. Like, that was the weird thing. But
2: that was the judo in her training before exactly. that got you down, correct? Yep, yep. Not and she, everybody else has that. She
5: lost to Holly Holmes, but if people remember, she was trying to make this comeback to say, okay, uh, I'm back. And she came back to Amanda Nunes. And, it, and, and Amanda Nunes beat her down worse than Holly Holmes did. So congrats to Amanda Nunes but what's really interesting is she retired on top and you really don't see that a lot especially even in just all of sports and so it got me to thinking and I was going to ask you guys this before I get to my AI thing who are some of the best athletes to retire on top and I have a couple names that come to mind for me and with combat sports it's so hard because these people have you have to be a little bit crazy to get in the octagon, oh, right? You, you have to think you're the baddest person in the world to fight in front of millions of people in some short shorts. Like you, There's something that's different there. And George St. Pierre has done it at the UFC, came back, he won the middleweight championship, he, he left. We've seen Floyd Mayweather do it. But often you see a lot of fighters stay a little bit longer than yeah. they should, and, and it's sad to see. But for you guys, what are some athletes that have – is there any that come to mind immediately? We're like, wow, oh, we-,
3: well, we just lost one in Jim Brown. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. But but that's just it. Uh, we, we, you
2: want to call that a retirement? He yeah, got pushed out. But oh, yeah, you're he right. Didn't he get didn't pushed out. Again. He got pushed he out
3: by his owner. No, he didn't. He made a decision. Gave, he gave he an, made an a ultimatum. Right. He which, gave, he made yeah. a decision to, to to go rather than come in and play. But, but yeah, that's a good. But, one. but I'm just saying that. But for the most part, fans huh? and I always get at fans about this because they want to see somebody stay until the wheels fall off. We always say we want to see a guy go out on top. But that's not what we really want to see. You know, we, we wanna see we wanna see the tank empty. I, I don't. I think it's cool if guy you got your money right and whatnot, right off, go enjoy your life. But the fans, we just wanna see it. and then we say, Oh, he can't do like he used to. I don't I don't wanna say that about somebody. I want to go You know what right. you know, while you're on top, go, you know? It,
2: well, two popped to mind. Elway. Yep. And uh, Peyton?
5: No. Nah. Peyton was kind of a I don't know,
2: Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah, but he got But yeah,
3: he was he was at the he was at the part where he wasn't the factor in even there in that game. Go. so you I'm glad you said so, that. So You're right. So he wasn't that anymore. Andrew
5: Luck was at the peak Injury. of his powers, though. I mean, he was getting injured, but Andrew Luck still had a lot left. And then I was thinking, I mean, obviously you have Floyd. Like I said, he Barry left. Sanders. Yeah, Barry's another well, good one. Well, you can say then what's
2: his face too? You can say Cliff. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm Calvin. Galvin
3: Johnson.
5: Both of those guys. But, again, I
3: looked at
2: that differently.
5: But they way. were in Detroit, man. And, and, they, and they got pushed and they, out. And,
3: and they got sick of, they got sick of uh, you know, right. of, of, of cold pumpkin pie. So they both,
5: <laughs> both quit. Or, but this <laughs> is what makes it interesting
3: because the then I thought careers.
5: Kobe had 60 in his last game, but obviously he wasn't still like no, prime Kobe. And you know. it makes me think LeBron, for example, is someone who's still playing at an elite level. But I don't think he's the type of person that will allow himself to play when he's only averaging like 15. For example, well, if, you, but,
3: but if he really wants to stay until he plays with his son,
5: that's only like one more year. We think, yeah, You right. know, you know
3: here is so. one.
2: I can't believe Mr. Crenshaw didn't bring this up. And at the top, Ash Barty,
3: yep.
5: Who.
2: Is
3: he, le- just, is he number one player we in the world? I just mentioned that.
5: Yeah, yeah. That's so, it's just so interesting to see. So yeah. when I saw Amanda True. Nunes do that, I was like, wow, that's impressive. To be mm-hmm. able to just know, okay, it's time to go away. And then the co- um, also the co event, Charles Oliveira. I told you this was like one of those fights that most people may not know about, but it could lead to something more. Charles Oliveira had a great performance. He won. He always fights with so much passion. It's always a finish. And now he'll be fighting uh, Makachev. It looks like Dana White wants to set up that rematch, who's Habib's prodigy. And so they've already fought once. That looks like that's set up. But the moment you've been waiting for, Greg, AI. Oh, okay. If you haven't seen this, I, I really encourage you to watch it, just like Peaky Blinders. I wouldn't steer you wrong. Vision Pro, I don't work for Apple. I have no reason to do this, yeah. is the next. It's so, I'm sure you've seen virtual reality goggles yeah. before. They're taking it, as well as the price, to a whole new level. Like It's unreal what they're able to do. And one of the elements that they referred to Is sports consumption. So obviously you have movies, you have the your everyday things. If you're working at your desk, you have notifications that pop up. But I could still see you in the room. So it's not like I put these goggles on and I don't know where I'm at. Really? Okay. So you could see everyone. And if you're watching something, the goggles allow the person that's looking at you to know you're watching something. It's really interesting. But what they want to do with sports is basically if you turn to you watch a sports game, you can really magnify the whole screen where it almost feels like you're in the game. I mean, not like actually like in the court, but you're right there. And so it got me to thinking, we always talk about the evolution of sports and technology and AI. This is going to be the new way that people consume sports, I truly believe. And we saw a little bit of the bubble I felt like brought technology at the forefront just because you had those screens like, oh, how is that going to work? And then all of a sudden everyone wanted to be – featured on those screens and it worked pretty well. And so I think VR and they have this other thing where you can say, Hey, I want to be a Hawaii and it'll dim everything around you and it'll put you on a beach in Hawaii. And so it looks like you're staring at the ocean and everything around you is dimmed. And so if they could do that, who knows what they could do with sports. So if you have a, obviously a Super so Bowl So somehow
2: it, it's, it's like CGI has morphed in with AI because yeah. you could do the same thing with you know for for movies and TV shows, so, you know, she's sitting in the car, which mm-hmm. by the way I'm going to get to that cuz that reminds me of Pinky Blinders.
5: But um <laughs> she,
2: you know, actress whoever is in a car going up the Pacific Coast Highway and they're sitting out there yeah. in Fayetteville. Yeah. Right, so that technology morphs with the others. Okay, yeah, I can see that.
5: I'll send you. I'll send you the link. And uh, there's like a certain point you got to get to because it's a demonstration for so much. But it's just a quick rundown, and it'll blow your mind. And I, I, it's a hard thing to kind of wrap your mind around because it's the first of its kind, really. Mm -hmm. And it's three thousand dollars. But once you, I feel like once it's actually like a common thing, kind of how phones are, I feel like it's going to be the future of how we watch sports. The
2: problem is we can't not. Think about what we already know is this technology could be <laughs> life-threatening, life-ending. We've heard all the speculation, right? So you got to, okay, this is a cool little toy, but what's next? And by the way, as they continue with this, people like yourself who, are, who follow this on a regular basis keep putting these warnings out. To not just kids, adults, teachers, everybody. <laughs> Y'all get ready. This is It's like an eclipse. Okay, it's coming on Tuesday. You just hear these glasses. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, I mean, so how can I, I can enjoy it for a minute, but my mind goes back to, okay, this is going to be something that's going to be then, the next thing, the next thing. and
3: They'll do just like they've done with phones. Every so many months, every 18 months, here's the news. Every 18 months, here's another one. And he, You know, that's, that's what's going to happen with
5: it. And it'll get to the point where you don't know how you live without it, like how we have with phones now. You go down the street. I mean, I'm running. I'm, it's crazy. You go to the mall, you run into people because everyone is just staring at their phone. And I'm I, I'm, kind of hypocritical. I do the same thing. I'm on my phone. But anyway, I would take a look at that. But that's all we got for Max's World.
2: All right. And speaking of technology, keeping it along the same lines, today was the day that the stove was invented. <laughs> you think I'm kidding. Serious? The first American stove was patented today to a guy named Robert Heinrich really yes stove uh, a stove the first hang on a second the first American stove okay I'm gonna go back even farther to tell you that today is the day that the Franklin stove was invented
3: now what's the Franklin stove
2: well I don't know what it is but I can you probably can guess who invented it
3: my my question is this: A stove, you gonna cook on it? Yeah. they had a little can for the Crisco? I on the, and who it, said Crisco the, was invented back uh, then? But but do they, what, did they did they have a, a can for that? I um, don't know
2: what they had because
3: uh, you know you go to grandma big Mom's house you always had that can on, on the stove. But yeah, they, you're they, right. Cooking cooking cook all but you know. The, you know I, but when I, I tell
2: you who invented yeah. the, this Franklin stove, you're gonna change your tune on that one, yeah. Benjamin Franklin.
3: Okay, i probably figure it was Franklin. I Grandma
2: was wasn't in Ben Franklin's house. You know.
3: Put big can But over. I wonder if he I wonder if he had a can back. <laughs> he, then. he might have I'm sure
2: he fell <laughs> <might have. laughs> Pepsi Ross. She came over and brought yeah. a can. I don't know about let's, it. Go let's go out and fly a kite.
3: Let's go out.
2: And to our friends from Puerto Rico. Ah. We a, a salute to all of you. Today was the day that the Puerto Rican flag was adopted. Okay. All right.
3: So Fantastic. They, there you go. Salute.
2: That is exactly. All right. Heading into the eight o'clock hour, we are gonna be talking to your partner, Chris Parker. There are a, a, a new batch of Georgia High School football. Like you said,
3: a new batch. Well, I was trying to think of another you word. Maybe really but- like cookies.
2: You know, I'm about tired of you. You go ahead and say no, everything like, I do today. No, I'm, what's, I'm I'm it. I'm, I'm pickled Max, all. I'm, no, I'm just,
3: he, he said. He,
2: uh, what's wrong with Batch? What's wrong with Batch? They're good enough
3: for bananas. <laughs> they should be good enough for these inductees. You go ahead and finish this segment. I'm going right here go We're at it for 8 o'clock hour, folks. Sammy Greg on this you're
4: Sunday you're morning. You're <laughs> Stay with I us. <laughs> anybody sports anybody. Radio, <laughs> <game>. How <laughs> powerful is Cox Internet?